Hey there, and welcome to day 355 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the podcast of the matching YouTube channel that's titled Just the Same. I'm Andrea, and I can't believe 355, you guys, I'm 10 stories away, and I'm going to crush it. I'm making my goal. I'm doing 365 miracle stories within 365 days, um, completing out on July 31st. And so with that, I have to tell you what switched up today. Like as if I wasn't a little stressed out because I'm having to write two pieces a day. <laughs> you have to know like this piece that I just wrote, I started right after six. I got home, I made dinner, I played with Scarlett. Um, we went outside for a bit. And so I started it at six and I finished it at 7.30. So each piece really, you guys, when it gets right down to it, it can take me about an hour and a half to do, and then about another 20 minutes to podcast it, record it, and um, label it, let it upload, rename it. I mean, it's it's a process. So I'm like, you guys, it's, it's two hours. And so what this has meant is that this week, it's a four-hour commitment each day. And so here I am not getting started until 6, and I'm doing this solid from 6 to 10 p.m. on a good day. Like, otherwise, if I don't start until 8, I am up. And you guys have seen it. I think I podcast in the middle of the night last night. I have to even look back. I'm like, I think I posted that one. I wrote a piece at like, I swear, 1 in the morning. I think I podcasted it too. But I think it was a really strong peace for the Lord. I really do. And so I'll keep it up. I'm just going to keep going. But here is what switched today. This is so the way the Lord works. So my showroom owner that I'm partnered with, him and his wife own the showroom. And um, his wife reaches out today and says, hey, I need you out of the storage underneath the showroom by Monday. And I'm like, whoa, wait a hot minute. What is going on? And it turns out that they need to put some product for a commercial project. We need to store it for a while down there. And I'm like, whoa. So I texted back, you know, I'll do what I can. You know, I'm surprised, but I'll do what I can. So, you know, I've already reached out and I reached out to a guy that's in my Bible study that said he might have a couple young people that, you know, could help move, et cetera. And so I'll work on getting a truck once I know what they, that it will work, you guys, it will happen. And I'm almost happy to have that crunch because what a celebration to like Sunday, know that I have everything in here. <laughs> Every last thing is moved and it's moved into a house that I own, not a rental, praise baby Jesus right now. And just that it will be the completion of the podcast, 365 Miracle Stories, you guys. Who else does that, right? Other than the Lord himself. <laughs> so I just got kind of a kick out of it that I was just told this. I'm not freaking out. It's going to work out. And I'm actually even kind of wildly excited about it. <laughs> but I will just keep writing. I don't want you guys to think for a minute that I'm not going to hit the mark. I'm definitely going to hit the mark. I have 10 more stories. Um and I'm at the 26th today, so I guess I've got five days to do another 10 stories in, and we'll make it. And then even with that, you guys, I think I had a couple stories which I accidentally duplicated. So what I'll be doing afterwards is I'm going to go find those. And then I think I will just add on to that same day because I, I can't really change the, you know what I mean? I can't change the format or numbering. Um, and, but I think that I can add on to an episode. And so I'll just add a new story. It's what I'll do to make sure that it truly is 365 individual 
you know, complete stories as a whole offering. Um, um, so no worries, I'll get everything all figured out. But tonight I wrote a little piece for you. And um, like I say, it takes me about an hour and a half to write it. It wouldn't seem like it would, but it does because there's actually quite a bit of prayer that happens too, just to make sure that um, I'm getting his words right. And a little bit of conversation and some just some processing and reflecting that happens. And by the way, I am not the world's quickest typer. You would laugh as much as I write. <laughs> You'd think I would just zoom. I'm just not. I am not the world's quickest typer on the planet. And then, of course, I'm distracted by a puppy. Um, she was out. Someone found her. She's like, she was running up the road chasing a leaf. She thought it was playing with her. I'm like, yeah, that that would be my Scarlet. Thank you for thank you for grabbing her. Because <laughs> um, you know, I was having to charge my laptop, but with potty training, I had the door open, and she's usually pretty good. She sticks right close to the porch. But tell you what, windy night, little leaf got her attention, and <laughs> off she goes. <laughs> off she goes. She's playing right now. Um, so like later tonight when I podcast again, she'll be crashed out. It's just so funny that you guys, she's a part of this whole process and it's just sweet as can be. I'm so, so thankful for her. So I wrote a piece, it's called Smoke in Mirrors. And so it begins. I picked up the phone and heard the familiar voice of my department manager, Teresa, speaking. Hi there, Andrea. When Linda comes back from break, can you please come see me? I'm in Mr. Busef's office. Oh, Mr. Busef, the Middle Eastern store manager that wore a $2,000 suit every day and rode up the escalator in intimidating fashion, rarely cracking a smile. That, Mr. Busef. Does this guy even know who I am, I'm thinking? I had no idea where his office was, but I knew it was upstairs, obviously, and that I could ask the gals in human resources to show me the way. You bet, I said. Um, she should be back in about 10 minutes, and then I'll be right up. Okay, thank you, Therese said, in the same monotone voice that accompanied her directions on the daily, and we both hung up the corporate phone receivers. When I opened the door, Mr. Busef was sitting behind a beautiful mahogany panel desk with artwork behind him. I knew he didn't buy with our employee discount. (laughs) Therese was sitting right next to the door on a small leather stool, and the only available chair in the room was right in front of Mr. Busef's desk. Hello there. I'm Andrea. It's nice to meet you, I said, extending my hand over the desk for Mr. Busef to shake. Instead, he took his palm and waved me to the chair in front of him, saying, go ahead and have a seat. In an instant, I thought I was being fired. I brought you upstairs today to tell you that, unfortunately, Some of the other employees in your department have complained to Therese about your performance, Mr. Busef began. I looked confused, saying nothing at all, trying to rewind anything I could have said or done, waiting for anybody, anybody to speak and explain further. Therese popped in from the small stool she was propped on 
Unfortunately, I have the same complaint. My manager, whom I entirely looked up to, said right to me. I looked back at Mr. Boussef and realized I was sitting in a room with two people whom thought I was terrible and were really disappointed with me and that I was being fired that day. Tears were finding their places fast in the corners of my large blue eyes. I love my job here. I love the store. I love my team. And I love my customers so much. Please tell me what I can do to keep my job here, please. I said falling into crying in front of adults, sitting as a young adult. Oh, no, 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 Andrea, that's not what we meant. Not, not your performance at work, Teresa said, reaching for my hands that were folded in a pile. We meant your sales performance. You are selling so much that you make more in commissions than I make in a month as your manager. What? I couldn't speak. And I was so unbelievably sad. And so I just looked at her like she'd bitten me, like I didn't understand at all. I thought selling was the whole point. Am I being fired? I cried out in a half laugh. Oh, no, Andrea, not at all. Andrea, we actually brought you up to have you tell us. Tell us how you're doing it. But to keep the peace upstairs, we are going to have to move you departments, she said to me. I knew exactly how I'd done it. I was so excited about the vendor training event in Seattle prior to the Starship grand opening of our flagship store. I, I, I honest to goodness, took notes at every pitch like a nerd. I was honestly the only one taking notes. The highlights. Why Egyptian cotton was superior. How to sell 1,600 thread count sheets instead of 300. How down comforters work, winter and summer. You know, down per inch, you name it. <laughs> I was paying super close attention, and I was hooked, fascinated, and ready to share. I had never been wined and dined like the vendors did. I had never been gifted so much stuff to try at home or to wear in the store. And I knew that I wanted to grow into my role and become a manager possibly someday. I warmed up to the vendors and I reached out whenever I had a question, keeping their numbers in my small organizer in my desk drawer at work. Nobody else took notes or formed relationships probably like I had at that event. That was obvious and evident. I couldn't help myself. The marble floors, the huge chandeliers, the incredible food, and the outgoing people. I only wished I were 21 to party with them. My room was luxurious as ever, but instead I snuck downstairs just to read in the lounge chairs in the lobby, right next to them while they laughed and drank well into the night. The head of human resources 
came to talk to me in the lobby and we chatted for a while before he invited me to join their table. It was nothing but big wigs and I was dressed in a cropped striped t-shirt and a pair of white tennis shorts. <laughs> but when I returned to our new store back home just days later, the head of human resources had sent me beautiful flowers at work. How is life not going to be amazing, I thought. How on earth did I ever think then that I was being fired? That enemy can truly play with our minds. When things add up one way, he comes up with some clever way to have us think up another. He worries us over the worst. Just the name. Jesus, sweet helps. He meets you at the very sound of his glorious name. After all, he never went anywhere. We did. In the end, it's always, always going to be okay. He's right in the very middle of your mess. He can be trusted even when it looks like things are falling apart. They just could be, instead, falling right into place. So trust him. Trust him entirely. He has your days and your nights and your future all figured out for you. He assures you it's going to be good. I love you. So just like today with what I just told you, I mean, I could have absolutely flipped out, freaked out, been worried, been destroyed, you know, just like, and instead, it's like, just take the steps, make the calls, shoot the text, you know, rent the truck, just take the steps and do it, girl. Um, because just like I said, this really, I'm actually fairly thrilled and excited about it just hours later, because it put a little pressure on and no, this is not ideal. This is not the way I would have done it. But then won't I be so thankful on the other side of it? It's like, I will have already you know, gotten things cleared out and prepped for furniture coming in and the furniture will be here. I think I told you I painted Sunday. I didn't even know I was doing that until I had a paintbrush in my hand. I was like, whoa, here we go. <laughs> it's kind of the way it is being an artist that you just are super spontaneous and super spontaneous. Not, you know, we're by nature, we're not big planners. We're just more spontaneous. And so, um, you know, it's not like I would have ever scheduled a day and said, okay, on this day at this time, I'm going to paint that wall. Instead, it's like, huh, I see the paint right there, you know, and I'm visual. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> and you just do. And so I'm thankful that I am, you know, being kind of pushed on this and I hope that it all works out. You guys will know. I'll let you know because I'll tell you what, it's all going to happen right here while I'm writing these last delicate pieces and, um, and the Lord has kind of shown me what to do with that list of, I think I told you that last night. He's shown me, I think it was even confirmation this last Sunday, of kind of what to do with that delicate list of these super painful heart stories that are still to come, that are not necessarily a part of this collection, but they can, um, they can be, um, but not in, uh, uh, not in full form yet, so... Um, I'm looking forward to that. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So that is day, what am I? This is 355. And so I'll be writing for you 
after a little bit here once I get Scarlett to bed and everything settled down for the night. So I will be chatting at you guys then. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.